right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Bachelors in the City for our wonderful, our spectacular, our magical Christmas episode. We are so excited to uh, be going back down memory lane with you guys, talking about some of our favorite Christmas memories, um, things that stick out, and just enjoying this uh, this beautiful season, this season for for cheer, Dusty. Yeah, we're spreading some cheer. All the amazing things we've done around this Christmas season, things you could do, things... Um, this is our first Christmas in New York City. First Christmas in New York something, City. Something we've been looking forward one to for the, a while. One of the best places in the world to spend Christmas. Um, I've been watching, you know, we've been watching Christmas movies and what a, what a time. I don't know. I just hope you guys have a great Christmas and we really appreciate you for riding with us for this long and we just really wanted to share some Christmas spirit with you and show appreciation. And So you guys, go grab some uh, some hot cocoa. Go grab some hot cider. All right, cuddle up by the fire. Turn the volume way up. And uh, hope you enjoy this Christmas episode. Christmas in the city. Christmas in New York City, man. I've been looking forward to this for so oh, many yeah. years. You've been you've been talking about this since the day we moved in. Yeah, but even before that, even before I moved to New York, this was a, a reason as you know, small maybe of a time frame as it may be. This was a huge reason why I was so excited to move to New York was to experience Christmas in the city. Christmas in the city. It is a magical place. I've noticed that there's so many. I mean, New York. There's so many people, anyways. But honestly, these last few weeks, there have been so many just travelers here, and they come just for Christmas. In the city, there's so much to do, so much to see. Ice skating, you get to see the Rockefeller Christmas tree, the lighting of that. It's just, it's just so much to do. I think for me, well, the first time that it hit that Christmas was starting, we had just, we were at, um, we were at NBC recording that bit. We just walked oh, yeah. out. We see the Rockefeller tree, uh, or the big Christmas tree at the Rockefeller Center. There was, they were um, what, it up. What, what's the toy store? Uh, I don't know S- the name. S- something Schwartz. Something, something, and Schwartz, a really famous uh, New York toy store. I remember going to when I was little. It just it puts you in that that Christmas cheer vibe, and the ice rinks getting all set up there. And I was like, "Yeah, Christmas is coming." And um, we have since we've been a little bit behind on our on our Christmas decorating, but we were able to get a tree. I insisted we get a tree. He insisted that we buy a four hundred dollar Christmas tree. Four hundred twenty five. I wasn't insisting that price, but New York's very expensive. So, four hundred. This Christmas tree better come with presents. I know. Well, that we're keep, we're keeping this Christmas tree through January when we move out. So this is not. We're gonna get our our. We're gonna get what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> our money's worth. Our money's worth uh, for this <laughs> for this Christmas tree. Um, but it was awesome. It was a cool experience. We uh, we went down to uh, this. This Christmas tree like lot that was what maybe like 10, 15 blocks down. It's like on thirty second, thirty second and second downtown. We find the perfect tree, and for me, I don't know about you guys. I'm always someone. I need a real tree. I need I need the smell of that tree to fill the room that it sits in. I need the pine needles to fall off and vacuum them every couple of days. I need the sap to get on your hands as you're putting the tree in the stand and and situating it. I need you know the un the imperfect. Um, branches to put a heavy ornament on and, and and grouping them together and all that that comes with a real tree. I need it. I'm just a curious when it comes to Christmas. Yeah, we got the tree and we carried this big nine foot tree 
We're like 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah. We, we were like we, lumberjacks. That was kind of cool. We carried it for 12 bucks. Uh, we didn't even think about what we were doing. We're like, we got there and we're like, all right, we found our tree. It's like eight, nine, 10 feet. And we're like, how are we going to get this back? <laughs> yeah, so we carried it all the way we back. We the car. It took a, we, we get it up to our apartment. Then, you know, we're not the brightest. We couldn't even really get it in the stand, the stand upright. True story though. We finally do get it like to stand up. And then like uh, me and Pete did something that night. We left and went to go get some drinks or whatnot. We come and, back. Uh, my best friend, guys, I got to Mr. Mr. Trippy. <laughs> oh, he watered the tree. Mr. All right. Tripp loved the tree as well. He, he watered it. Freaking good. Like he, it was. <laughs> he was a fan. He was just showing us his appreciation. And I listen, I gave it to him. I'm like, thank you for oh, that, man. Just don't do it anymore. So we had to uh, quickly clean that up. He watered it well and put his mark on the tree, if you will. And then I had to, I had to like leave on a trip. So I wasn't able to, we weren't able to decorate then yet. And I come back and Dustin had like, he put some lights on. I was like, oh, it looks great, man. It's looking good. And uh, since then, Trippy and I have made some trips down to uh, the Bryant. Park Market. If you guys have been there, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go check it out. It is just like, it's a Christmas village that is, you know, it's set up and it is, it is beautiful. It's got all the shops, all the trinkets you'd want, all the decorations, all the hot cocoa, the cider, all that stuff, ice skating rink right there. Beautiful views of the Empire State Building. Great spot. Great date spot. And uh, Trippy and I got some ornaments. I got one for the dogs. You got some elves. Got some elves. And actually today, uh, we're going to go get some more lights and some actual box, like, you know, the normal ornaments you put on trees. We are? Yeah, I thought we could oh, do that. Okay. Well, we'll do cool that. that. Also, at Bryant Park, you can also go ice skating. Me and Kat went ice skating with my buddy Nate um, a few weeks back. Nate and Michelle? No way. How are they doing? Not, the, not, not that Nate. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's an awesome spot to go ice skating, a great view, the ambiance around. Definitely, that's a... That's, that's a must-do, I would say. Other than that, you've been did gone you guys, quite a bit. Did we you guys eat shit? I did not. Anyone eat no shit? No one did. No, we didn't eat shit. That's good. That's Pro, good. Pros over here. On the Christmas theme here, if you guys you guys also know what I'm talking about, if you've been there, Rolf's, I believe it's pronounced, the German restaurant. We should go there soon. Um, Rolf's is this awesome, awesome uh, German restaurant on the east side there in um, in Manhattan. And it's all year long, not even just Christmas time, but all year long, it's dressed with all these amazing, colorful Christmas lights coming from the ceiling, Christmas decorations all over the tables and the banisters, everything, the bar, everything. It's just, it's such a cool vibe. I so badly want, and I was talking with, I was talking with uh, the last captain I was flying with, actually yesterday on my trip, coming back home. And I'm obsessed with a white Christmas. And I haven't had a white Christmas since... I lived in Virginia and this was, you know, I left Virginia when I was around seven years old. So that was my last memory of like a full white Christmas. And, you know, since then I've lived in Florida, California. So you're not the States, you're going to get it. So coming here, I was like, oh God, how cool would it be to get a white Christmas in New York City? And I mean like full blizzard type conditions where the snow doesn't just, you know, dissipate. It sticks, it stays, it gets compacted, it stays white. I just want that so bad. So I'm going to try to put that out. I know the forecast is not sane. So I know you're looking at it. 60 degrees it's tomorrow. <laughs> not, I know we still have some time, but I am putting it out there in the universe to give us a Christmas miracle and to give us a white Christmas. Just how beautiful would that be? And it's kind of sucks. I talked to my captain. He's like, yeah, the last time that that happened, 
he remembers was, he thinks like 25 years ago uh, when he lived here and we had a full white, white Christmas. So, hey, we're 25 years for New York? Like during, on Christmas, a blizzardly, like white conditions, like whiteout conditions. That was the last time he remembers it occurring. Because I guess New York City doesn't get that much snow, which I didn't realize, comparatively speaking, other parts in, in New York State. Chicago does. You want some snow? Go to Chicago. But don't you want that? Don't you want to wake up Christmas morning? Yeah, I mean, if I, of course, I would want. I would rather have snow now than in January, February, March. Of course, this is like, when you just want is it. when I want it. I don't want it during those other depressing months. But so, if you guys are there with me, let's put it out there in the universe. Let's put some some high vibes and uh, it's snow. We should need to put that music on. Here we're just all right. Snap. Anyways, guys, we hope you're getting ready for Christmas. You're excited, excited to spend time. Happy holidays to people that don't celebrate. Yep. Happy holidays. Most wonderful time of the year. Gotta love it. travel all over the world just to see New York during Christmas time. I mean, think totally. about all the crazy movies that have been surrounded by New York. Home Alone. I was just going to say that. Home Alone 2 is my all-time favorite movie. Oh, man. What other movies? Elf. Elf in, 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 uh, in New York. There's so many classics that are that are out here. Uh, it's tough to, to... The Santa Claus, honestly, is probably my all-time favorite. And I am so freaking excited. If you guys have seen the Santa Claus, and you guys then you guys know what I'm about to talk about, that goblet that uh, Tim Allen, I forgot his character's name now, um, but Santa. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Santa. Guys, we're uh, going to check that out because I, I didn't know. Okay. That Santa, no, before he's Santa, um, that he gets when he's at the North Pole and the little elf brings it the hot cocoa and it's that silver mug. I got that exact mug last year when I moved in here and I was waiting for this Christmas to bring it out. And enjoy I haven't some. seen it. Well, I'm going to surprise you. Don't worry. We're going to watch Santa Claus. We're going to watch Santa Claus. Well, guys, we're going to talk about, let's talk about everything Christmas. I mean, this is the most wonderful time of the year. Um, One, I got to say, I just fucking love Christmas music. You can't cuss and say you love Christmas music in the same sentence. I'm sorry. I am am agreeing with all of our third roommates that are on you for that. I freaking, I take it back. I freaking, freaking love Christmas music. I love it. It puts me in such a good mood. I, I actually started listening to Christmas music probably quietly without anyone knowing November before Thanksgiving. You know, I, I don't know why people shame other people for listening to Christmas music too early. Like, it's just, it's a very happy, joyful time of the year. It's great music. It puts you in a great mood. I don't think there should ever be, have, I mean, you're you not going to do it on Halloween, obviously, but. And you have less than 25 days to listen to it. Yeah, like, I, I've never been one. I'm, a, I'm all for it. The more, the better. I just freaking love Christmas. I'm excited in New York specifically. Guys, it's Christmas time. Christmas movies are one of my all-time favorites. I love just, it's something about around this time, lighting a candle, smelling that pine. Maybe get a pine candle if you don't have a real Christmas tree. Cuddling up with your little boo thing. Cuddling up and just watching a good old Christmas movie. Like, what is better than that? Not, not, Not very much. I think let's talk about our favorite... One of our favorite Christmas memories that comes to mind. I'll I'll start. I I let was, me st- well, hold okay. on because oh, yeah. you're you're gonna you get this into is very the, deep detail. The season of giving. And I'm gonna give you the floor. I'm very quick with. I appreciate that. 
I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna follow your extravagant. <laughs> One year, Santa really picked me up on his sleigh, and I was like, "Santa, is this real? Yeah, it was real." This, this is how his stories are all the time. He does. He's been. He's hung out with ghosts and and aliens. Let me just get my little bullshit Christmas out the way before this. All right, go goes. for it. We get it. Go. I would say they're hard to remember. I have bad memory, um, but I remember it was in the '90s. I think like '98. Um, I've always been a fan of watching the clay cartoons and I, I would watch those nonstop, but I got a Nintendo 64 one year and lost my shit. And a Nintendo 64, I mean, you should all know what Nintendo 64 is. I mean, Mario Kart just took us to a whole new level in life. 007, that was like the OG game console for, for our generation. 100%. And my God, I had like a little mini baby heart attack when I got it. I didn't know how to act. And it was like just my favorite Christmas, just from that experience of opening up that box and seeing that Nintendo 64. That's, and that's and this is why I said my Christmas first. So let's go ahead and hear. No, I, I love that. I honestly, you're bringing me back. That's, I think, why I love Christmas. And I think why everyone that loves Christmas, why we all love it so much. That feeling that you just described right now, I just felt. That feeling of just 100% pure happiness and joy and, and just not knowing how to contain yourself. I wish so bad as human beings, we were better at bringing that with us as we aged. And, you know, there, you know, there's so many Christmas movies that have been done with, you know, the Christmas spirit, the magic of Christmas and how it's lost on, you know, adults and how we get older. But I mean, there, there's truth to that. And I wish that we were able to harness more of that and take it with us because, I don't know, man. Literally, you're trying to say your story is not good. I literally just felt exactly what you were feeling. You, I, you brought me there. I, I was with I'm you. I'm not saying morning. it wasn't good, but your stories are you're going to tell us how you went to the North Pole. And I mean, you're, you're okay, well, adventurous of Pilot Pete. I mean, come on now. So hey, I just want to get my. The, I got to come out with a Christmas edition. All right. Next year, Christmas good. 2022, Pilot Pete travels to the North Pole, has a little rendezvous with Santa Baby. Okay. I like the idea. <laughs> Um, no, my, my story actually is, is one is a story of child regret. Now you're probably like, what the heck does that mean? What does it have to do with Christmas? Well, this is what it has to do. My parents are listening to this right now, specifically my mom, you know, exactly where I'm going with this. And I am 30 years old and I still think about this moment now. And, and what would have happened if I would have done something different? Guys, I was maybe like six, five or six. And my family, we were living in, in Virginia, in Spotsylvania, Spotsylvania, Virginia. So it was, it, was, it was real Christmas, right? Like, you know, I say real Christmas, like I've lived in LA for a while. And, you know, you don't really get the snow. There's nothing like a true white Christmas. And, um, and this year it snowed a lot. I remember, and it was just the, the the season was booming, right? And super excited for Christmas, you know, looking forward to have my advent calendar. I'm doing every single day. Finally, it gets to uh, you know Christmas Eve. Open up the big, the bigger one with the chocolate, the Santa chocolate, and uh, you eat it, and you're so excited. And then you go to sleep. As a little kid, it's the hardest thing in the world to fall asleep. I'm sure you guys can relate. When you're truly believing, it is the hardest thing in the world to fall asleep on Christmas Eve. It is so hard. It's like you're on, you're literally probably, never mind. Yeah, you can't fall asleep. You can't. Like you, you literally, you cannot you're fall asleep. You're amped up on Mountain Dew. Like you just <laughs> took a Red Bull and then you had another one. And you're like, you would do anything to be able to fall asleep so you could wake up for Christmas morning. 
Well, again, I'm five or six, and I finally fell asleep. And I am, I remember waking up to my mom. And my mom is trying to wake me up. And I don't know what time it is. It's like maybe 1 a.m., 2 a.m. or something. And my mom, I love that my mom did this. And I cannot wait to do similar stuff like this with my children. Bud is my nickname for you guys that don't know. Bud, Bud. She's whispering to me, Bud, do you hear hear that? Bud, wake up, Bud. And I'm like all groggy, like kind of like, I have to, oh my God, wait. Yeah, it's Christmas. Wait, what do I hear what? Bud, Santa, he's, he's downstairs. Santa's downstairs. I think I hear him. Immediately, I'm like up. I am so excited. We're gonna go spot Santa. Santa's, you know, just came down the chimney. He's at the Chris. He's at the Christmas. Maybe he's having a cookie, putting it down with some milk, putting all the presents out. I. This is a dream of mine. I cannot wait. But we have to, let's go. Let's go see Santa. Let's go see Santa. So I get out of bed. I'm like, I'm like, I remember like my pajamas. I'm, you know, going holding my mom's hand, walking down the hallway to go. To, we're on the on the second floor to go to the staircase. And in our house, we had a staircase that went straight down. And then you'd get to the very bottom, you'd make a left to the living room. So we get to the, to the staircase, top of the staircase. And I hear Santa downstairs at the tree. Ho, 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 ho. Guys, I kid you not, the regret I have from the, what about I'm about to tell you happened next has lived with me until I, my present day life. Immediately, I fill with fear and I get terrified and I don't want to go see Santa anymore. And my mom's like, we we gotta go see him. He's downstairs. Let's go see him. I won't go. I have my heels dug in the ground in the carpet. I'm not going. I'm absolutely terrified. My mom obviously ends up like giving up on it. It's not going to work out. So I go back, you know, she tucks me in, I go to bed and I wake up the next morning and you know, it's Christmas and everything's all good. We talk about it, but I, I was just like, I just couldn't do it. I like, I froze. I couldn't do it. And to this day, guys, I like, I've asked my parents too. I'm like, what would you guys have done if I would have gone downstairs? And I think my dad, he like, he, I think he was like dressed, he had dressed up as Santa. Like he was in the Santa costume and was, was waiting for me and like was going to make this magical special thing. And he had been, I remember he, he had been, I found out later, he'd been like running around the house, like in the cold, in the snow, doing the ho, ho, ho all around the house, trying to like have me and my brother hear it. And finally my mom had to wake us up because we were like dead asleep. Um, but I still to this day, I was like, man, I, I wish so bad just for my five-year-old self to feel that magic of walking downstairs and seeing Santa like in the flesh how that like would have felt. So that's like the biggest story I think that stands out to me for Christmas. It's still a great story. It's a funny story to look back on. But I just, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. That is funny. Actually, I can't wait to have kids and actually do that myself. That's going to be so much fun. And another note from that, there apparently in New York City, there is a um, Santa race or something like that where everyone- Santa race? Yeah, Gio was telling me. Everyone dresses, it's like a Santa race beer crawl, a bar crawl. Well, we oh, all SantaCon. SantaCon. Yeah, we're, they've had a lot of movies with that. We're we have to do doing SantaCon Santa this year. Oh, we're going all out. We are throwing up Christmas. Another thing too, I just got thrown out because I love this story. I one year asked Santa for a picture of Rudolph. I was obsessed with Rudolph. I, guys, I went to a predominantly Jewish school when I was in middle school. <laughs> or yeah, this is this is elementary school, middle school. We're at a, this is maybe too much here, but I'm sorry, it's Christmas. We're at a swim meet, a swim, a swim banquet for holidays. Again, I'm like, that is a predominantly Jewish school. 
we got in the conversation of like holidays and Santa and Christmas. And I proceed in front of everybody. Like I totally believed. I proceed to get up and tell everyone how I asked Santa for a picture of Rudolph and he's going to bring it to me this year. And my parents tell me they were the most mortified parents they've ever been watching me. Like, cause they're just looking around and everyone's, no one, no one can tell me like he doesn't, like no one can say that. I won't even say that. Um, I mean, I believed in Santa. I was like 13. So I, I was in like six, 13, six, probably fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. I believed and I loved it. And I hope my kids believe longer. Um, longer. It's magic, but, but, but Santa brought me, he brought me that picture of Rudolph and it was a black and white picture with Santa in the background. And I cherish that picture. I still cherish that picture. It was a great memory. That is a great memory. I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. I could go all day talking about Christmas <laughs> stories. All right, guys. And that was brought to you by... It's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Hey, I got, I got, got deep there. I kind of... pretty good. I hit that note. Okay, I'll take it. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Love you. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.